This is Real Ghost Stories Online. So what do you do when you suspect a friend may be possessed? <laughs> okay, maybe maybe not possessed, but more so something attached, something odd, something so powerful that your friend's not just acting weird, but everything around you starts feeling weird. Sound seems to get quieter. The temperature gets cooler. Everything just seems to be in its own separate world, its own bubble, if you will. How do you handle a situation like that? A group of friends found themselves in that situation over the holidays several years back. These are kids who are not exorcists. I don't think, is that even a thing? Are there kid exorcists? I, didn't, I don't think so. There's a new reality series, <laughs> Toddler Exorcists. Um, but no, they're just friends and they have something that they think can help their friend as they seem to be overcome by something very dark, a very strange dark force. It's a bizarre, bizarre experience that I can only imagine looking back on uh, them having more questions than answers. Take a listen. My story takes place in my hometown of Panama City, Florida, when I was 18. A little bit of backstory, I'm what I would consider a semi-sensitive, meaning generally I just feel spirits, sense them, not see them, I just kind of get a feeling. So a high school friend of mine at the time was telling me how his girlfriend was experiencing some strange activity in their house, mostly centered around her room. I think it was her mom's closet, seeing apparitions like shadows, black oozing stuff coming out of the wall and nothing being there minutes later. Strange dreams of children in darkened rooms of the house. He asked me to come by and see what I could make of the situation. So, as any good friend would do, I go to her house. Late one night, with her and my buddy Jeremy, pick up some of her things. I don't remember why her boyfriend or my friend wasn't there, but as soon as I got out of the truck and stepped foot on the grass of the front yard, I felt a distinct, heavy feeling people get in these situations. I look at Jeremy... I could tell he was feeling the same thing. We brushed it off, mostly as our minds building up to something from we've already been talking about what's been going on. So we go to the back door because what she needs is in the kitchen right by the door. Once on the porch, everything went silent, but not suddenly or abruptly. It just gets noticeably colder and strange. She didn't even make it to the door before she just kind of went into a trance, for lack of a better word, and passed out. That's when Jeremy and I picked up our friend, put her in the truck. I drove her to my house, which was close by. She wakes up on the way in the backseat and asks what happened, which we tell her. Jeremy and I agreed that whatever it was was possibly dark. Something maybe demonic. One of the reasons I brought her to my house was because I had a Benedictine medal that a pastor had given me a few years back. So we're on my street, just talking, trying to keep her calm. We'd already gotten out of the truck, and we're walking up and down the road. A little terrain info about where I lived. It was a bit of a remote-ish 
trailer park surrounded by about a fourth to a half mile thick woods on all sides. Back to the story, we get her calm and back in the house. The air gets heavy again. This time it feels like we're in a bubble that's slowly getting smaller around us. Jeremy and I are trying to get our friend back to my house because we forgot the metal. I tell Jeremy to run to the house, telling him where it is and to go get it quickly. Right as he starts running, my friend Bree and I saw his pant leg get pulled aggressively behind him, almost as to trip him, but he pulls back and runs quickly to the house and grabs the metal and gets back quickly. As soon as the metal touches the flesh of my friend's skin in her hands, everything, all the feelings around us seem to go back to normal. Normal sounds, normal temp, normal feeling. After waiting a while to see if she's okay, everything looks fine, and she drives to her boyfriend's house. Jeremy and I go to bed. I don't know exactly what happened. I wanted to make sure that my friend was okay, and there was just something that was telling me there was something dark going on in that house, something that possibly attached to her. I'm no exorcist. I just did what I could to try and help a friend that very strange night. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Want a commercial-free experience of the show with access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories? Sign up at Apple Podcasts right now and try it for three days free. Ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash Real Ghost Stories.